Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Athletes never get in trouble. Right. Just like Coleman never complains. I'm the break in that clouds. Nothing but sunshine. An in-depth look at sports law. Sports with Coleman. Who came up with that imaging? That is horrible. 105.7 The Fan. Oh, well done. Well done by the imaging department here at The Fan. Dan Lust, sports law professor from the New York Law School, sports attorney to the stars and a regular here on the show. Welcome back. How'd you like that intro? Well, I, I like it, Jerry, but in your imaging, you just said the imaging was terrible. It so is. I know how you feel about it. Yeah. I thought it was great. I always rip the imaging department, but it's lighthearted. It is. What isn't lighthearted is uh, what's going on with Alvin Kamara. But uh, you want to say something? Go ahead. I was going to say, can you tell the imaging department that they should come up with a different name because this is radio and no one can see the images? They've got to work on the names here. That's true. It's an old phrase from uh, yesteryear. All right, Alvin Kamara. I want to get to him because I ranted about him at the start of the show, the Saints Pro Bowl running back. He got to play in the Pro Bowl, Dan, despite allegedly committing a crime the day before the game, which was on tape in a casino. He's got a court date in March. But what type of hot water is he really in? And where was his attorney? He was in Las Vegas for business purposes, representing the NFL. It was not a March vacation. Yeah, I mean, let's let's just call it like you know, like it is. I mean, this was a a really big mistake on Alvin Kamara's part. Maybe there were two mistakes made. Number one, right, getting into this type of altercation in Vegas, where there are cameras literally everywhere. So, I mean, that's that's number one. Um, you know, and obviously the charge here is very serious. There's Significant jail time here, and it's based on the, the victim's injuries, which is an alleged orbital fracture. That's a really bad fracture on the eye socket that doesn't necessarily heal properly. So, I mean, it could be permanent uh, permanent damage here. So in addition to facing a, you know, a serious criminal charges, I would be shocked if there are not also a civil lawsuit that's filed here. So this is very messy, number one. Um, and, Jerry, I, I think, you know, in addition to the obvious mistake of getting into an altercation like that, right, um, I in criminal court, the burden of proof is always in the prosecution to prove the charges beyond a reasonable doubt. Anyone can tell you that, right? If you are a criminal defendant or accused of a crime, don't say anything. Silence is your best friend, right? You have the right to remain silent. That's right. Alvin Kamara apparently didn't get that memo because he has a pretty uh, incriminating statement that he gave to police. He asked me where his lawyer is, Jerry. I, if the lawyer told him to say that, I am hope he's going to find a new lawyer. But my, my gut, Jerry, is that the lawyer was not there that 
Kamara just decided to speak to the police on his own, um, in which case it's ne- never the move. Never want to speak to the police without your attorney present. Just ne- never going to work out well. You would think before the game started and he knew that the police were coming after him, he would have broken off a call to an attorney because I don't think one was present. Well, I, I think there was a couple mistakes here, right? The, you know, the two I just mentioned, Jerry, but how about the biggest one? That he plays in the game the next day, yes. right? I, I don't know who's, you know, maybe Kamara should sit out. Maybe, you know, the NFL knows about this. I mean, this is really serious. If this happens, um, I'm being honest, if Kamara's playing for either of the two teams in the Super Bowl, I don't think he'd be playing in the game. I think he's going to face a suspension here. His only hope is that this occurred during the offseason and maybe this can get resolved. But I'd be shocked uh, if he doesn't get a suspension here. So I'm not sure whose bright idea it was for him to be playing in that game. That, that seems like a really big misstep. Yeah, I tend to think, since he was there for business for the NFL, that he is going to face a suspension from the league. But I think eventually he's going to find an attorney and have to reach into his wallet and pay this guy off. All right, staying with the NFL, things have quieted, at least for now, with the Brian Flores lawsuit, Dan. He has not gotten a head coaching job, which is no shocker. There have been ramifications, and what about his attorneys who made the rounds with him around New York City just over a week ago? Well, I think the ramifications, Jerry, if there was anything, it's the fact that uh, I think the Houston Texans hired a different head coach than they otherwise would have. Um, I think Brian Flores' attorneys, they're arguing that, hey, but for this lawsuit, they would have hired Brian Flores. I, I'm not sure if that's true. I think there were some reports they were leaning towards Josh McCown, a guy, as, as you and I both know, you know, played in the league for a while, has no head coaching experience, has very really no NFL coaching experience. So I, I think the optics would have looked very poor. Um, you know, in, in, in light of the lawsuit, if they, would have fired, if they would have hired Josh McCown. What the Texans did was interesting. They hired a guy that was not being uh, considered the head coaching position, a guy, uh, Lovey Smith, who was their defensive coordinator, um, African-American head coach. And, you know, it, it all of a sudden paints Brian Flores' claims in a different light. Um, I'm not sure which way the, the attorneys were going to take it, but, Jerry, I, I read their statement. I know you did as well. The lawyer's statement basically says, we're happy for Lovey Smith, but that was Brian Flores' job, and the reason he didn't get it is because they filed or he filed this lawsuit. So I, I'm not sure at this point what Brian Flores is doing. Is he, is he trying to have a really big lawsuit, uh, to, you know, for some financial windfall? Or is he trying to change the culture of the NFL and get more African-American head coaches hired? I'm not sure now, and I'm not sure because of the lawyer's statement. Um, I, I think they really would have been better served, you know, letting Brian Flores, getting him a chance to have his cake and eat it too, not file the lawsuit until he was done interviewing and not put him in a situation where he was suing the people interviewing him for a job. That was never going to work out well. No, it wasn't. And we saw that others got a job, and I don't know of anyone who's joined this lawsuit it's not like it's a class action with a bunch of former coaches. Well, not yet. It's um, you know it's a proposed class action. I, you know I'm speaking to a lot of uh, colleagues in the space, especially those that practice. You know, Jerry, I'm in New York. This lawsuit's filed in the New York federal court. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to have some difficulty making this a class action lawsuit. Not that they can't, but in order to have a class action lawsuit and bring all these coaches in, like Hugh Jackson and Marvin Lewis and Jim Caldwell. Um, the, the plaintiffs in the case have to have commonality in who they're suing and the damages. But these were all different teams. They were all different years, all different interview cycles. So it, it's not necessarily a slam dunk for class action lawsuit. I think for your and my purpose, be a lot more, uh, you know, a lot more teeth to it if it's a class action lawsuit. But they might deny class third year, and it might just end up being Brian Flores versus uh, the NFL, the Giants, the Dolphins, and the Broncos here. 
Chatting with sports attorney Dan Lust, as we do every week here on Sports with Coleman. We'll turn our attention to baseball. Also in the news, Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer. He will not be criminally charged by L.A. prosecutors uh, after a five-month review of the case with this San Diego woman who sought a restraining order against him back in June. Uh, He spent the final three months of the regular season on administrative leave, I don't know if he comes back to the Dodgers, but what is next for Trevor Bauer, who is owed at least more than $47 million in 2022 and hasn't really said a whole lot lately about things. But again, I don't know if the Dodgers want him back in that locker room, Dan. Yeah, it wasn't a shock to us in the legal space when they decided not to pursue criminal charges. Uh, The civil charges, you got to prove something like 51%, you know, beyond a preponderance of the evidence. In criminal court, beyond a reasonable doubt, that's like, I don't know, 90, 85% confidence. So if you're not going to get to 51, you're certainly not going to get to 90. Now, Jerry, where, where the baseball question comes in, baseball's investigative protocols and their punishment protocols don't require 51%. They certainly don't require 90% confidence that you committed some type of, uh, you know, uh, some wrongdoing here. Um, it's much less than that. So baseball is going to have to make a call here. I think we've all looked at this situation and said something odd occurred, whether it was a crime whether or not there should have been a restraining order is one thing. Baseball is going to have to make a judgment call. And then, you know, it comes to the, just the locker room element. Um, I know you know this, but it, it, the Dodgers players didn't just uh, not speak out favorably in favor of Trevor Bauer doing this. They either remained silent or uh, they took this kind of interesting step of unfollowing him on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, an, interesting, an interesting step. So I, I personally, I don't think that Trevor Bauer is returning to the Los Angeles Dodgers. I think he pitches again. But I, I think there's a way that he's he's taken you know he's taken off the roster, traded elsewhere. Um, but I, I don't think baseball. I think they're going to have a hard time uh, suspending the guy. The guy who was in a court of law, he was kind of exonerated. He denied it. And he Jerry his statement yesterday. He goes, "I've never uh, assaulted her in any way, shape, or form." I, I don't know what more he could do. I'm not a fan of Trevor Bauer, but guy's denying it, and he was exonerated in a court. So he's. I think he probably feels pretty good about his case as of today. No, I agree with you, Dan. I'm not a fan, but I think he will end up with another franchise, and I don't know if baseball is going to be able to punish him any further after he had to miss the entire season. Staying out in Southern California where there's a big football game this weekend, but we're talking baseball. And this Tyler Skaggs situation, he's a former Angels pitcher who overdosed in 2019. The latest scuttlebutt, former Oriole and Met, and Angel, Matt Harvey, was named as a possible source of drugs for Skaggs the other day. But Eric Kay's defense attorney on the first day of this trial in connection to Skaggs' death uh, was, you know, in defense mode, as most attorneys are. But Kay is the former communications director who was on trial after a Texas federal grand jury indicted him on two counts in this overdose death of Tyler Skaggs, who I think should be accepting more responsibility instead of passing the buck. But what kind of trouble, and I know it's made headlines in your hometown because he's known as the Dark Knight, but is Matt Harvey in any hot water? Uh, we're going to see how this trial bears out. I mean, I, I mentioned uh, earlier, right, the, the standard in a criminal case is beyond a reasonable doubt. So it, I don't think anybody necessarily could have predicted this. Eric Kay seemed almost... Uh, you know, in, a, in a, top, a tough corner here, how is he going to contest these charges, right? He, uh, I think there's strong evidence that he supplied drugs at some point in time. And, 
here's what their defense is, Jerry, that, that uh, we don't know exactly what was the con- concoction that resulted in Tyler Skaggs' death. And there appears to be evidence that Matt Harvey also supplied Skaggs uh, with some type of substances that night, what they were calling pink pills. So Harvey's going to be called to testify as to what, if anything, he supplied Tyler Skaggs, when he supplied it, the history of when he supplied it. Uh, it's really messy. It's very ugly. But that's, you know, defendant's uh, best shot here, right? They're trying to point the blame at someone else. But even if Eric Hay did supply drugs, we don't know what was what actually caused, uh, you know, his, his death here. So this went from a case that I, I hasn't been getting that much attention to one that now involves seven baseball players potentially providing Testimony from Garrett Richards to Cam Bedrosian to C.J. Crone, Blake Parker. Uh, seven players appear on the witness list. No Mike Trout or Shohei Otani, but uh, certainly going to impact the Angels organization and maybe open up some uh, troublesome questions into drug culture uh, in baseball. This is 2019. It wasn't that long ago. No, no doubt about it, and they have the text to prove it. Dan, appreciate your time. Tell everyone about your podcast and how unique it is. Conduct detrimental to sports law. Uh, we're really the only podcast that exists that does this, but we are once a week. We cover Flores, we cover Bauer. You know, uh, if you like this 15-minute segment, we do about uh, we do about 45. But trying to make our fans smarter uh, in the world of sports law. If you never went to law school, but people said that you'd make a good lawyer, uh, I think you'd probably like our show. Well, I know I like it. Love having you on, and we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. My pleasure, Jerry, and thanks for the imaging department. All right, and you can find Dan on Twitter, by the way, at Sports Law Lust, Sports Law L U S T. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.